You are now listening to Unsolved Mysteries and Cold Cases. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, your guide into the shadowy depths of the unresolved, the enigmatic, and the chilling. Each episode, we'll delve into baffling disappearances, unsolved crimes, and tales that have slipped through the cracks of time and memory. Through interviews, expert analysis, and meticulous investigation, we'll attempt to piece together the puzzles that have perplexed minds for years. So, if you have a curious heart and a mind unafraid of the shadows, join me in unraveling the enigmas that refuse to be forgotten and give voice to the silent tales hidden within the folds of history. In the wide expanse of the universe, the search for other forms of life has been one of mankind's most profound quests. It was a calm evening on March 13, 1997, when the routine tranquility of Phoenix, Arizona, was interrupted by a mysterious spectacle. An enigmatic array of lights, dramatically suspended in the night sky, caught the attention of thousands of onlookers. This seemingly ordinary night would etch itself into the annals of the unexplained as the Phoenix Lights phenomenon. No one could have predicted the sight that unfurled that evening or the enduring enigma it would become. Eyewitnesses gawked in awe and trepidation as an armada of glowing orbs sailed smoothly over the Sonoran Desert. Reports flooded emergency services, news stations buzzed with breaking bulletins, and a community was left oscillating between intrigue and fear. The incident sparked widespread speculation, became fodder for numerous conspiracy theories, and carved out a permanent place in UFO lore. What were these ethereal lights that danced across the Phoenix sky? Were they visitors from a far-off galaxy, top-secret military technology, or merely an elaborate hoax? The answer, even more than two decades later, remains as elusive as ever. This is the fascinating chronicle of the Phoenix Lights, a story shrouded in mystery, marked by intrigue, and propelled by a ceaseless quest for the truth. As we venture into this tale, we will encounter eyewitness accounts, delve into swirling theories, scrutinize investigations, and contemplate on the Enigma's enduring legacy. Strap in for a journey into one of the most captivating UFO mysteries of our time, as we illuminate the elusive shadows of the Phoenix Lights. Chapter 1. Luminous Emergence As the last hues of the setting sun began to fade over Phoenix on March 13, 1997, few could have imagined that the approaching nightfall would bring a spectacle unlike any other. The desert city was about to be transformed into the backdrop of a phenomenon that would baffle and captivate its residents, and eventually, the world. In the quiet neighborhood of Camelback Mountain, Alice Martin, a retired school teacher with a fondness for stargazing, was the first to observe the anomaly. Over her cup of chamomile tea, she would usually delight in the clear desert sky filled with stars, but that night, her eyes caught a cluster of unusual orbs. Alice saw what she initially thought was a formation of planes, but their peculiar formation and almost supernatural glow made her second-guess her assumption. Around the same time, at the local watering hole, Hank Johnson, a Vietnam veteran known for his love of aviation, stepped out for a smoke. He was no stranger to the sight of aircraft, but the lights he saw that night were anything but ordinary. As they approached and crossed over the city, their luminescent glow was impossible to ignore. Hank's weathered face registered surprise as he stared into the night, 
watching the silent ballet of lights with increasing fascination. News of the spectacle began to spread as residents flooded 911 lines with reports of a strange formation of lights. A sense of confusion and excitement spread throughout the city, transforming an ordinary evening into a night etched in collective memory. Meanwhile, at the local news station, reporter Liz Riley had just finished her usual 6 p.m. broadcast when the first reports started trickling in. Intrigued, she gathered a camera crew and, armed with the determination to uncover the truth behind these strange lights, she set out into the night. As the evening wore on, the city of Phoenix seemed to hold its breath. As the unusual lights danced in the sky, they painted a scene that was both eerie and beautiful. For Alice, Hank, Liz, and countless others, that night would mark the beginning of an enduring enigma, the mystery of the Phoenix lights. As the dazzling spectacle unfolded in the Phoenix sky, numerous eyewitnesses came forward, each with a unique perspective on the event. What linked these accounts together was a palpable sense of awe and wonder, occasionally punctuated by anxiety. In the heart of the city, police officer Daniel Rodriguez was patrolling the downtown area. A seasoned officer with more than a decade on the force, Daniel had thought he'd seen it all. But the sight of the radiant orbs gliding soundlessly across the sky left him speechless. The usually bustling streets grew quiet as others around him also looked up their eyes widening in surprise. Sharing in their astonishment, Daniel felt a shiver of uncertainty run down his spine. Meanwhile, on the outskirts of the city, a group of high school students gathered for a bonfire party also noticed the mesmerizing spectacle. Among them, Jenny Thompson, an amateur photographer and a self-confessed astronomy geek, quickly grabbed her camera. She captured images of the unusual formation, the camera shutter clicking in rhythm with her racing heart. The images she captured that night would later become part of the visual archive associated with the Phoenix Lights phenomenon. While these sightings were unfolding, Alice Martin, the retired school teacher, found herself unable to peel her gaze away from the luminous display. Overwhelmed by curiosity, she called her neighbor, Tom Myers, a retired Air Force pilot. A man with years of experience in the sky, Tom was initially skeptical. Yet, as he observed the lights, he quickly realized that they did not behave like any aircraft he had ever encountered. Across town, Liz Riley, the determined news reporter, was rushing towards the scene. As she arrived, she was greeted by a crowd of locals, their faces glowing in the ambient light. Turning on her recorder, Liz began to document the accounts of the witnesses, forming the first detailed report of the event. The events of that night brought together individuals from all walks of life, their stories weaving a complex tapestry of the Phoenix Lights phenomenon. They were the first to come into contact with this otherworldly spectacle, their accounts laying the groundwork for the enduring mystery that the Phoenix Lights would become. In the wake of the startling light show, Phoenix found itself plunged into a whirlpool of speculation and amazement. As the orbs continued their silent journey across the sky, the city below reacted in real time, reflecting a range of emotions from trepidation to exhilaration. Police officer Daniel Rodriguez, usually a beacon of calm in times of uncertainty, felt his pulse quicken. 
he quickly notified his superiors of the situation, his steady voice slightly faltering as he described the mysterious lights overhead. Soon, the police department was buzzing with anxious chatter as dispatchers fielded calls from worried residents. Back at the bonfire party, the high-spirited gathering had transformed into an impromptu viewing party. The usual teenage laughter and banter was replaced by gasps of astonishment and hushed whispers. With her heart pounding, Jenny Thompson continued to snap photos of the spectacle, while her friends eagerly shared their theories about the nature of the lights. Alice Martin, meanwhile, was still on her porch, a cup of long-forgotten tea beside her. As she watched the lights with Tom Myers, she couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. Yet, alongside that was a surge of excitement, a sentiment echoed by Tom who, despite his bafflement, found the event to be nothing short of extraordinary. Across town, Liz Riley had begun broadcasting live, her report reaching the homes of thousands of Phoenix residents. The image of her, standing under the strange lights, would become an indelible part of the Phoenix Light Saga. As she reported, her voice was steady, a hint of excitement hiding behind her professional demeanor. The initial reactions to the Phoenix Lights had a common thread, they combined fear of the unknown with a sense of awe. As the night progressed, the city of Phoenix held its collective breath, waiting to see what the dawn might bring. The mystery of the Phoenix Lights had only just begun to unfold. Chapter 2, Mystery Unfolds In the aftermath of the celestial spectacle, as dawn broke over Phoenix, the city found itself under the spotlight of national and international curiosity. The puzzle of the Phoenix Lights was far from resolved. Instead, the morning brought a deluge of questions, prompting the community and the wider world to grapple with what they had witnessed. At the Phoenix Police Department, Officer Daniel Rodriguez arrived for his morning shift, sleep-deprived but fueled by an urgent need to understand the previous night's phenomenon. His colleagues shared similar sentiments, their usual morning banter replaced with discussions about the strange lights. Reports started to pile up, each account adding another piece to the complex jigsaw puzzle. The high school students, still abuzz from the previous night's excitement, arrived at school with Jenny Thompson's photos in tow. As they passed the images around, the classrooms filled with murmurs and exclamations. Teachers, usually quick to quell such disruptions, found themselves equally engrossed in the enigma. Alice Martin spent her morning glued to her television, flipping through news channels in search of an explanation. Her neighbor Tom Myers, the retired pilot, poured over aviation charts and weather reports, trying to make sense of what he had seen. But the lights didn't align with any known aircraft formations or atmospheric phenomena. Meanwhile, Liz Riley, now known as the reporter who had broadcast live under the mysterious lights, was fielding calls from major national news networks. Her report, initially intended for the local Phoenix community, had captured the world's attention. The pressure was on her to follow up, to dig deeper into the mystery that was quickly evolving into a global sensation. As the days turned into weeks, the lights of Phoenix remained an unresolved puzzle. Each witness account, each photograph, each expert analysis added another layer to the mystery but offered no clear resolution. The city found itself at the center of a captivating enigma, 
one that was just beginning to unfold its many intriguing layers. As the intrigue around the Phoenix Lights deepened, the demand for an official explanation grew louder. The local government, the military, and the scientific community all found themselves under the intense scrutiny of a public hungry for answers. Phoenix Mayor Oscar Garcia found himself at the center of this storm. A man accustomed to managing urban issues, he was ill-prepared for navigating the complex terrain of an unresolved aerial phenomenon. Initially silent, Garcia was eventually compelled to address the issue, suggesting that what people had seen might be attributed to a combination of atmospheric conditions and increased air traffic due to a nearby Air Force exercise. Meanwhile, the Air Force remained tight-lipped, providing only a brief statement confirming their routine exercises but firmly denying any connection to the unusual lights. This lack of concrete explanation only fanned the flames of public skepticism. At the same time, a group of local scientists suggested that the spectacle might be a result of a rare atmospheric phenomenon known as light pillars. But the public was not easily swayed. Many, like Alice Martin and Tom Myers, found this explanation unsatisfactory. The lights they'd seen didn't resemble any known atmospheric event. Within the walls of the Phoenix High School, Jenny Thompson's photos became the subject of intense scrutiny. Science teachers attempted to provide logical explanations, dissecting the images in class. Yet, the students, many of whom had witnessed the lights, greeted these attempts with skepticism. Liz Riley, now a familiar face on national news, used her platform to question the official narratives. She conducted interviews with aviation experts, atmospheric scientists, and even Mayor Garcia, her incisive questions often highlighting the gaps in their explanations. As weeks turned into months, the official explanations seemed to raise more questions than answers. The citizens of Phoenix, along with the rest of the world, remained skeptical. The puzzle of the Phoenix Lights was far from being solved. Instead, it seemed to be growing ever more complex, feeding the city's growing sense of mystery and anticipation. While Phoenix grappled with the mysterious lights that had traversed its skies, the world beyond its city limits had also taken notice. What started as a local oddity quickly captured global attention, with media outlets, scientists, and UFO enthusiasts worldwide plunging headfirst into the enigma. Liz Riley, the local reporter turned national face of the phenomenon, found herself in a whirlwind of media attention. She received invitations for guest appearances on national news shows and talk panels, where she recounted the events of that fateful night and pressed for a thorough investigation. Meanwhile, Jenny Thompson's photographs had made their way onto the internet, causing a worldwide stir. They were analyzed by people around the globe, their popularity skyrocketing Jenny to an unexpected internet fame. She received emails from as far away as Japan and Germany, her inbox filled with theories and questions from curious minds. As news spread, UFO enthusiasts descended on Phoenix, transforming the city into a hotspot for extraterrestrial research. Conferences were held, documentaries were filmed, and Phoenix found itself at the center of a global conversation about the possibility of extraterrestrial life. 
In London, renowned astrophysicist Dr. Emily Blackburn took an interest in the case. Known for her research into exoplanets and astrobiology, she saw the Phoenix Lights as a potentially significant event in our understanding of the universe. She began to correspond with the scientific community in Phoenix, lending her expertise to the ongoing investigation. Back in Phoenix, Mayor Oscar Garcia found himself navigating the international spotlight. As the city became a magnet for UFO researchers, he had to balance the curiosity and concerns of his constituents with the intense global attention. The Phoenix Lights had transcended local boundaries, morphing from an isolated incident into a phenomenon of international significance. Phoenix, once just a desert city, was now a hub of global interest, its mystery lighting up the world's imagination. Chapter 3 Brewing Theories The unresolved nature of the Phoenix Lights coupled with the seeming inadequacy of official explanations, led to a surge in alternative theories. One that captured the public's imagination was the possibility of an extraterrestrial origin. Supporters of the extraterrestrial hypothesis argued that the light's unusual formation, silent movement, and synchronized patterns suggested advanced technology beyond human capabilities. This notion was strengthened by the eyewitness accounts of people like Alice Martin and Tom Myers, whose descriptions contradicted known atmospheric phenomena or human aircraft behavior. As word of the phenomenon reached the international UFO community, a wave of excitement spread among its members. Renowned ufologist, Dr. Alan Green, viewed the Phoenix Lights as potentially the most substantial UFO sighting of the decade. He traveled to Phoenix conducting interviews, collecting data, and presenting the extraterrestrial hypothesis in various public forums. Back at Phoenix High School, the idea of an alien visitation proved to be more exciting than any science fiction movie. Jenny Thompson and her classmates immersed themselves in this hypothesis, poring over her photographs for any signs of alien life. Liz Riley, despite her journalistic commitment to impartiality, found herself intrigued by the extraterrestrial hypothesis. She hosted several TV segments featuring UFO researchers and skeptics alike, creating a platform for balanced and informed discussion on this controversial theory. Even in the corridors of power, the extraterrestrial hypothesis found unlikely supporters. Mayor Oscar Garcia, once skeptical, started to question the traditional explanations as he grappled with the persistent mystery of the Phoenix Lights. As the possibility of an extraterrestrial explanation gained traction, Phoenix found itself at the center of a debate that extended beyond city limits, stretching to the farthest reaches of our understanding of the universe. This hypothesis breathed new life into the investigation, adding an exciting and dramatic twist to the unfolding mystery. As the extraterrestrial hypothesis gained traction, another theory began to surface, proposing a terrestrial, more specifically, military explanation for the Phoenix Lights. Supporters of this theory speculated that the lights could be the result of a classified military operation or an experimental aircraft test. The presence of several military bases in and around Phoenix lent some credibility to this theory. Skeptics pointed to the fact that the lights had appeared on the same night as a confirmed Air Force exercise. Could it have been a coincidental overlap or a carefully orchestrated diversion? 
Tom Myers, the retired Air Force pilot, found himself drawn to this theory. His extensive aviation experience told him that the lights could possibly be a new type of stealth aircraft, although the silence and the formation still puzzled him. Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., Senator Harold Bennett, a member of the Armed Services Committee, began to express concern. He demanded a thorough investigation into the possibility of a classified military operation being conducted without proper notifications or explanations. His outspoken stance put further pressure on the military to provide answers. Liz Riley pursued this angle relentlessly, leveraging her newfound national platform to question military officials and government representatives. She interviewed aviation experts, defense analysts, and former military personnel, gradually uncovering a web of secrecy and intrigue. The military involvement theory created a new layer of complexity in the Phoenix Light saga. While it offered a less sensational explanation than the extraterrestrial hypothesis, it brought with it a set of serious implications about government transparency and public trust. As this theory wove its way into the narrative, the Phoenix Lights mystery took another intriguing twist, pushing the boundaries of what was known and understood. As the Phoenix Lights phenomenon continued to captivate the world, a plethora of alternative explanations started to circulate adding to the enigmatic tapestry of the event. These ranged from atmospheric anomalies to advanced drone technology, and even elaborate hoaxes. Dr. Emily Blackburn, the astrophysicist from London, proposed a less conventional explanation. She suggested that the lights might be a form of unknown natural phenomena, much like the northern lights were before they were understood. She posited that the dry, desert climate, combined with certain atmospheric conditions, could possibly have resulted in the creation of such light manifestations. Back at Phoenix High School, some of Jenny Thompson's classmates argued that the lights could be the result of an elaborate hoax, orchestrated with drones or high-powered lasers. They engaged in lively debates with their peers, dissecting every aspect of Jenny's photographs in search of clues. Local entrepreneur and known prankster Gary Newton found himself under suspicion as a possible hoaxer. Known for his love of technology and fondness for mischief, he was questioned by local authorities but denied any involvement in the strange light show. Meanwhile, on her TV segments, Liz Riley explored these alternative explanations with an open mind, interviewing scientists, tech experts, and even a professional illusionist. Her approach made her show a haven for balanced discussions, fostering a culture of curiosity and critical thinking. As these alternative theories unfolded, they brought a new perspective to the Phoenix Lights mystery, diversifying the ongoing discussions and making it one of the most multifaceted and debated events in recent history. Phoenix found itself at the heart of a phenomenon that was not just a local oddity but a global conversation starter the echoes of which were far from dying down. Chapter 4, Quest for Truth The ambiguity surrounding the Phoenix Lights and the growing public skepticism towards official explanations prompted a wave of independent investigations. These were launched by a diverse group of individuals and organizations, each motivated by a quest for truth and a desire to solve the enigma. Leading the charge was Dr. Alan Green, the renowned UFOologist. 
Setting up a temporary base in Phoenix, he coordinated a systematic investigation involving data collection, witness interviews, and rigorous analysis. His team worked tirelessly, their efforts fueled by a belief in the extraterrestrial hypothesis and a drive to expose what they perceived as a cover-up. Back in Phoenix High School, Jenny Thompson and her friends launched an investigation of their own. Their science teacher, Mr. Harold, guided them, turning this enigma into an interactive, real-world project. The students interviewed witnesses, analyzed their own photographs, and even reached out to experts around the world for insights. Meanwhile, Tom Myers, the retired pilot, launched a meticulous investigation. He reached out to his old contacts in the aviation industry, seeking classified information that could shed light on the military involvement theory. His investigation was driven by his personal understanding of aviation and a desire to clear the confusion clouding his beloved skies. Liz Riley, the reporter who had first broken the story, conducted her own form of public investigation. Through her TV segments, she investigated each theory, questioned the concerned authorities, and regularly updated the public on the progress of the various investigations. These independent investigations turned Phoenix into a vibrant hub of inquiry. As days turned into weeks and weeks into months, the city buzzed with an undercurrent of anticipation and excitement. The quest to decipher the mystery of the Phoenix Lights had become a collective endeavor, a journey that united a city and fascinated the world. As the city of Phoenix dove into independent investigations, the spotlight on government transparency intensified. The enigmatic nature of the Phoenix Lights and the widespread public speculation had put the authorities under scrutiny. The Freedom of Information Act, or FOIA for short, a law that grants public access to government records, became a powerful tool in the quest for answers. Senator Harold Bennett, from Washington, D.C., led the charge. Known for his advocacy for government transparency, he filed numerous FOIA requests seeking detailed information about military exercises on the night of the sighting and any other classified operations that might shed light on the phenomenon. Dr. Alan Green also made use of the FOIA, requesting information about any unidentified flying object sightings reported to or by the military in the Phoenix area. His requests sought to prove the extraterrestrial hypothesis or at least establish that the official explanation was incomplete or misleading. Back in Phoenix, Liz Riley used her media platform to educate the public about the FOIA and its potential in unveiling the truth behind the lights. She encouraged her viewers to file their own requests, fueling a wave of public participation in the pursuit of transparency. The FOIA requests, coupled with the independent investigations, created a wave of pressure on the government to be more transparent about the Phoenix Lights. This wave reflected the growing public desire for openness and accountability from their government and added a political dimension to the saga of the Phoenix Lights. The demand for transparency became a rallying cry for the city, echoing the broader global discourse around government secrecy and public trust. As independent investigations and FOIA requests mounted, the scientific community also began to take a keen interest in the Phoenix Lights. This interest marked a turning point in the saga, bringing the power of scientific scrutiny to bear on the phenomenon and its various theories.
Dr. Emily Blackburn, the British astrophysicist who had proposed the unknown natural phenomena theory, led a team to Phoenix to conduct a thorough atmospheric analysis. They set up a temporary laboratory, monitoring weather patterns, testing atmospheric compositions, and analyzing data from the night of the sighting. At Phoenix High School, Mr. Harold and his students turned their classroom into a mini-research center. They tested the drone and laser theory, using school equipment to recreate the lights and compare them with Jenny's photographs. Their efforts symbolized a microcosm of the scientific scrutiny happening on a larger scale. In parallel, Liz Riley hosted a series of interviews with scientists from various fields. She posed challenging questions and encouraged them to analyze the Phoenix lights from their own unique perspectives. These segments became a cornerstone of public education about the event, illuminating the complex scientific aspects in a way that was accessible to the average viewer. This wave of scientific scrutiny brought a new level of rigor to the Phoenix Lights investigation. It not only provided valuable insights, but also enriched the public understanding of the phenomenon. The collective effort by scientists, students, and even journalists served as a powerful testament to human curiosity and the relentless pursuit of truth. It transformed the mystery of the Phoenix Lights into a global scientific endeavor, bringing a sense of legitimacy and seriousness to a phenomenon often dismissed as a mere oddity. Chapter 5. Persistent Enigma As years passed, the Phoenix Lights event evolved from a local incident into an enduring global mystery. The lights remained unexplained, becoming a testament to the irresistible allure of the unknown and the transformative power of unresolved mysteries. Dr. Alan Green continued his research on the Phoenix Lights, dedicating a significant portion of his career to understanding the phenomenon. His pursuit was more than just professional, it was a personal quest driven by the captivating power of this unresolved mystery. He firmly believed that the Phoenix Lights were evidence of extraterrestrial existence, a theory he continued to advocate despite the lack of conclusive evidence. Back in Phoenix, the lights had left an indelible mark on the city and its residents. Jenny Thompson, once a high school student, was now a professional photographer, her interest sparked by that unforgettable night. Her photos of the lights were often exhibited, serving as a stark reminder of the unsolved mystery. Tom Myers, the retired pilot, often reminisced about the night of the sighting. The lights remained an unresolved puzzle for him, a silent mystery in his beloved skies. The incident served as a reminder of the vast unknown that lay beyond our understanding, even in an age of advanced science and technology. Liz Riley, the reporter who first brought the story to the world, found her career forever linked with the Phoenix Lights. The mystery had transformed her from a local reporter into a nationally recognized figure, a change she embraced wholeheartedly. She continued to report on the latest theories, findings, and discussions around the Phoenix Lights, keeping the intrigue alive in the public consciousness. The Phoenix Lights had become a part of modern folklore, a captivating mystery that continued to inspire curiosity and debate. They symbolized the tantalizing power of unresolved mysteries, a power that could stir public imagination, ignite scientific pursuits, and even shape personal destinies. And as long as the lights remained unexplained, 
their allure persisted, a beacon in the night sky calling on humanity to keep questioning, keep exploring, and never cease in the pursuit of truth. The Phoenix Lights did not remain confined to the realm of scientific discourse or the memory of the city's inhabitants. Instead, they infiltrated pop culture, becoming a touchstone for discussions around UFOs and extraterrestrial life, and a source of inspiration for artists, filmmakers, and writers. Film director George Nolan was one such individual captivated by the lights. He created a blockbuster movie, Fire in the Sky, based on the events surrounding the Phoenix Lights. The film dramatized the incident, intertwining the personal stories of Jenny Thompson, Tom Myers, and Liz Riley, and included a fictional depiction of the extraterrestrial theory proposed by Dr. Alan Green. In the literary world, renowned science fiction author Alex M. Riley released a best-selling novel, Phoenix Ascendant. It was a riveting story that wove the Phoenix Lights event into an intricate plot involving government conspiracies, alien civilizations, and the quest for truth. Meanwhile, the Phoenix Lights became a recurring motif in music, particularly in the indie and electronic genres. Band Desert Mirage released a chart-topping song titled Beneath the Phoenix Lights while popular EDM artist DJ Aurora created a light show for her concerts inspired by the event. Even in the world of gaming, the Phoenix Lights left their mark. The popular video game Galaxy Invaders introduced a level based on the Phoenix Lights, where players navigated their spaceships through a similar formation of mysterious lights. The influence of the Phoenix Lights in pop culture was a testament to their enduring appeal and the human fascination with the unknown. They served as a powerful muse, inspiring creativity and continuing to resonate with people across the world. In art and entertainment, the lights found new life, keeping the mystery alive and the intrigue simmering. In the years following the original event, the Phoenix Lights refused to fade into oblivion. Instead, they reappeared intermittently, stirring up renewed interest and speculation each time. These continued sightings added a layer of enduring mystique to the phenomenon and kept the city of Phoenix firmly on the global UFO map. Jenny Thompson, now an acclaimed photographer, was often the first to report these subsequent sightings. Equipped with professional camera gear, she captured these new instances of the lights, each photograph sparking a fresh wave of discussion and debate. Tom Myers, despite his initial skepticism, found himself increasingly drawn to these continued sightings. Each new event seemed to further challenge his understanding of aviation and the universe. He often served as a consultant for news channels, analyzing these sightings from his aviation perspective and lending credibility to the ongoing discourse. Even Liz Riley found herself covering the Phoenix Lights yet again, her journalistic journey coming full circle. Each new sighting provided an opportunity for her to revisit the mystery, engage with new theories, and reiterate the call for transparency from the authorities. On the global stage, these continued sightings fed the public's fascination with the Phoenix Lights. They became regular features on UFO-themed TV shows and documentaries, often narrated with dramatic reenactments. Online communities dedicated to the phenomenon grew in numbers with members eagerly awaiting the next sighting, ready to dissect and discuss it. 
the phenomenon of the Phoenix Lights had evolved into a recurring mystery, one that was far from fading into the annals of forgotten events. Instead, it kept reasserting itself, a spectral light show in the Arizona sky that continued to challenge our understanding of the world and our place in the cosmos. As long as the lights kept appearing, the allure of the mystery endured, a tantalizing reminder of the vast universe and its untold secrets. Chapter 6 New Dawn Recent Developments In the ongoing saga of the Phoenix Lights, the promise of potential breakthroughs kept the narrative alive and the interest undiminished. The quest for understanding this unexplained phenomenon led to developments in scientific research, technology, and public policy. Dr. Emily Blackburn's research into atmospheric phenomena made notable progress. Her team identified a rare type of plasma that, under certain conditions, could create lights similar to those observed in Phoenix. This discovery wasn't definitive proof but marked a significant step towards a plausible scientific explanation for the lights. On the technological front, Jenny Thompson introduced a groundbreaking initiative. Using funds generated from her photography, she invested in an advanced sky monitoring system. Installed at strategic locations across Phoenix, these high-tech cameras were designed to capture high-resolution images of the sky, ready to record the next appearance of the Phoenix Lights. Public policy also felt the impact of the Phoenix Lights. Sparked by the persistence of Liz Riley and bolstered by public interest, a new policy was put into place. The local government committed to investigating and publicly addressing any future occurrences of the lights. This policy represented a significant shift from the initial reluctance to engage with the phenomenon. Despite the passage of time and the absence of conclusive answers, these potential breakthroughs kept the story of the Phoenix Lights from becoming a closed chapter. The mystery continued to inspire, to challenge, and to push the boundaries of our understanding. In these developments, one could see the enduring impact of the Phoenix Lights, proof that an unexplained mystery could drive progress and innovation in unexpected ways. As the Phoenix Lights continued to intrigue, a significant development unfolded on a national level. The U.S. government, after years of denials and vague explanations, made a surprising admission about unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs, the official term for UFOs. On a nationally televised press conference, the spokesperson for the Department of Defense, Mark Henderson, addressed the nation. He acknowledged the existence of UAPs, admitting that there were objects observed in the sky which the military could not explain. The news sent shockwaves across the country, affecting those closely associated with the Phoenix Lights incident. For Dr. Alan Green, it was a moment of validation. His long-held belief that the Phoenix Lights were a type of UAP suddenly gained credence. He saw this as an opportunity to push for renewed investigations into the Phoenix Lights. Jenny Thompson and Tom Myers both reacted with a mix of shock and relief. They had witnessed something inexplicable, something that had challenged their understanding of reality. The government's admission, in a sense, was an affirmation of their experiences. Liz Riley who had relentlessly reported on the Phoenix Lights and advocated for government transparency, felt vindicated. She took the news as a triumph for public pressure and a victory for truth. 
the government's admission of UAPs marked a turning point in the narrative of the Phoenix Lights. It opened the door for further scrutiny of the incident, adding a fresh layer of complexity to the enduring mystery. It was a new beginning in the journey to unravel the truth, a journey that promised to keep the intrigue alive for years to come. The legacy of the Phoenix Lights is a rich tapestry woven from the threads of mystery, inquiry, and enduring fascination. As the event receded into the past, its impact on individuals, society, and popular culture continued to be felt. Jenny Thompson's career flourished as she combined her photography skills with her fascination for the lights, resulting in captivating images that graced galleries and publications around the world. Her sky monitoring initiative became a model for other cities, reflecting how the Phoenix Lights had sparked a broader interest in skygazing and the unknown. Tom Myers, once a skeptic, found a new direction for his aviation expertise. He became a popular figure in the world of UFO investigations, using his knowledge to analyze aerial phenomena and engage the public with scientific reasoning. Liz Riley, with her relentless reporting, became synonymous with the call for transparency around unexplained phenomena. She continued to push for answers, and her work led to important policy changes and greater public awareness. Dr. Alan Green's career took a dramatic turn. His theories, once considered fringe, received newfound attention and respect following the government's admission of UAPs. He continued his research, emboldened by the prospect of unraveling the Phoenix Lights mystery. On a larger scale, the Phoenix Lights became a symbol of our collective curiosity about the cosmos. They entered the realm of pop culture, inspired scientific research, influenced policy changes, and fueled a global dialogue about our understanding of the universe. Their legacy lay not in the answers they provided, but in the questions they raised, the conversations they sparked, and the sense of wonder they invoked. In the end, the Phoenix Lights proved that mysteries could ignite imaginations, provoke inquiry, and push boundaries. Their legacy is a testament to the allure of the unexplained, the courage to seek answers, and the ability to embrace the mysteries that make our universe a fascinating place.